Hello, everyone. This is Jonathan Little. Today is the 88th episode of Weekly Poker Hand. Today we're going to be reviewing a hand that I recently played that I thought was particularly educational. But before we get started, I want to tell you about my webinar series that I'm doing in conjunction with my best-selling book, Excelling at No Limit Hold'em. Each month, one of the authors of Excelling at No Limit Hold'em is going to be doing a free webinar for you. You can sign up at holdembook.com slash live. And if you've not purchased your copy of Excelling at No Limit Hold'em, I strongly suggest you do so. It's been the best-selling poker book since it has come out about a year ago at this point. And it is full of knowledge. There are chapters by a wide range of world-class professional poker players discussing exactly the topic that they are an expert in. The book is huge. It's 500 pages. You can see, if you're watching this on my website or on YouTube, you can see Brad Garrett reading it. I was actually coaching a player for a tournament Brad was in. Brad saw the book and had to have a copy because it is a stunning book. It's a big, thick book. It looks good. It feels good in your hand. And it is full of knowledge. So, Check it out. It's, it's definitely well worth the price, and you will learn a ton from it. So in this hand, we have 8,800 chips on the button playing 2550. I've been working hard on checking. And the reason I've been doing this is because in the past, I have been a little bit too prone to continuation bet with a wide range. And so I'm trying to find hands that are good to put into a checking range. And this usually means hands that are, you know, pretty good. Hands that can that you can bet with, but you don't really want to get check-raised with. So that's typically top pair, marginal kicker, middle pair, stuff like that. And also just total trash. And the purpose of this is I want to be able to be, be more profitable with my marginal, but still pretty good made hands. So um, in the past, I have definitely discussed continuation betting a lot, but that is purely to exploit players who fold too often the continuation bets. I think a lot of players, especially in the middle and high stakes games, have made adjustments now such that they play well versus continuation bets. And for that reason, we have to adjust and not continuation bet every single time. So in this hand, a loose aggressive kid raises to 125 from the cutoff out of his 6,500 stack. I have more than him. I pick up ace-queen on the button and re-raise to 375. I think that's perfectly fine. The loose aggressive kid calls, and the flop comes queen-jack-10. So I have top pair, top kicker. My opponent checks, but you have to think, if I bet on this board, what is my opponent going to call with? He's going to call with any two-pair hand, any pair plus a straight draw hand, and um, maybe ace-jack and ace-10. So that's about it. So every hand my opponent is going to call with has a reasonable amount of equity. It's not like he's just calling with hands that are drawing nearly dead or hands that are in bad shape. I would bet that if I bet and get called, I will have a small range advantage. But this is a scenario where I think it's fine just to check. Notice a king is great for me on the river. A nine or an ace are not particularly good. But at the same time, it's not like they're disastrous. Um, an eight's also not disastrous. When I say it's not disastrous, I mean it should not help too much of my opponent's range. Sometimes they'll make a straight when an eight comes or a nine comes or a jack or a king comes. But usually he doesn't. But I think if I check here, my opponent's going to put me on a lot of hands that are giving up. Or a lot of marginal made hands like jack-9 or 10-7 or ace-10, stuff like that. Which may induce him to bluff me. So by checking, I make it very difficult for me to get blown off of my hand by a check-raise. I also lose less if my opponent happens to have me beat. And I may induce my opponent to bluff 
if he happens to have nothing. So I like checking behind in this spot. If I was against a player who was not particularly aggressive, notice I am against a loose aggressive kid. If I knew my opponent was especially passive, I would be much more inclined to continuation bet because those players are not going to try to bluff you too often. So turns a 10, not a good card at all for me because um, if I bet and get called now, what am I going to get called by? Probably not much. Um, the only hand I can realistically see here they can call would be ace-jack, king-jack, maybe king-queen. Everything else is going to fold. Uh, the, the turn does put up a backdoor flush draw, but that should not be very much my opponent's range, so maybe the backdoor flushes can call. So anyway, not a great scenario to value bet. I'm just going to continue checking. And if my opponent does check on a safe river, I'm just going to value bet at that point. Like, say river's a two or something and my opponent checks, I will, I will go ahead and bet then. And if I do bet, it's going to be somewhat small because I am trying to get called by a marginal hand. On the river, my opponent bets 550 into the 825 pot. So, is there any merit in raising? I don't think so. It's going to be really hard for him to call the worst hand. Is there any merit in folding? I don't think so with ace-queen. If I had a hand like jack-nine, I would consider it. So I think like middle, well, I guess it's middle pair at this point, bad kicker, would be a hand that I think is somewhat close. But in reality, my opponent's probably either bluffing with nothing, or he has a pretty good hand. So if he's bluffing with nothing, or has a pretty good hand... Um, I, I don't think my hand strength is actually that relevant, assuming I have a hand like pocket nines or jack nine. I think they're all somewhat similar. Um, sometimes you'll see a, a player who will bet with pocket nines or pocket eights or pocket sixes, so maybe I shouldn't be calling with pocket twos here. But if you think your opponent's bluffing a lot, you, you really should strongly consider widening, widening up your range. But again, in this spot, I have no, no real reason to think my opponent's not just value betting ace jack. So I, I think my opponent's range is... A range of marginal made hands and bluffs. So anyway, ace-queen I think is a very easy call in this scenario. And what we really don't want to see here is a hand like king-queen or ace-jack or king-jack. Because those hands would have called a flop and a turn bet. And my opponent shows pocket nines. So I actually don't like the way my opponent played this pocket nines. I think he would have been much better off just checking the flop, checking the turn, and checking the river. Because if it checks down, my opponent's going to win a decent amount of the time. But when he value bets the river, does he really think I'm going to be calling with too many worse hands? And I would say definitely not. So he's not value betting. And am I going to fold any better hands? Like I said, I'm, I just told you I'm not folding jack nine. So if I'm not folding jack nine, I'm not really folding better hands either. So I think this was a relatively bad bet by my opponent. It was either a very optimistic bluff or a much too thin value bet. So my opponent probably should just check the river. If he checked the river, like I said, I was going to bet. And at that point, maybe he could consider calling. But even then, I think still it's just a fold. This is, uh, his pocket nines is a hand that does well when it checks down. But whenever there is too much action or any action really on a three over card board, he probably wants to get out of the way. So that's going to be it for this episode. I want to thank all of you for being here. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at Jonathan Little. And make sure to sign up for the free webinars. We had... 1,500 people in the last free webinar. The, they've been more popular than I could possibly imagine. I want to thank all of you for making them a success. And I'm looking forward to seeing you in the next one. You can sign up at holdenbook.com live. Thank you very much for being here. Good luck in your games. And I'll talk to you next week.